Welcome to the Vagina Rehab Doctor podcast. This is for all women, vagina CEOs, even men, and all people everywhere who want to better understand vaginal health. Y'all, I'm preaching the vagina gospel and sharing the truth worldwide. Hallelujah! I'm Dr. Janelle Howell, a pelvic floor physical therapist, and your go-to resource for all things vaginal health, pelvic floor fitness, and sexual wellness. I'm teaching you everything your mama didn't about your vagina. Welcome back to another episode of the Vagina Rehab Doctor Podcast. I just want to thank you for being here. Thank you for being here and holding space for your pleasure, for your pelvic health, for your vaginal fitness, all of that. I want to let you know that it matters. It matters. And even though we haven't talked about it normally or we haven't talked about it in public, there's still a lot of shame. I want you to know that it's important and you deserve to pursue a level of wellness when it comes to your vagina your pelvic floor, your pelvic health, all of that. It matters. I am so excited to share with you the sponsor for today's episode. The sponsor of today's episode is Natural Cycles. Natural Cycles is the first ever FDA cleared birth control app. It's a revolutionary way to try and get pregnant or prevent pregnancy. It is a 100% hormone-free way to use birth control. And no, it is not a period tracker app. It's an app that utilizes your own body temperature and other fertility indicators to determine whether you are fertile or not fertile each day that you use it. On green days, you're not fertile and good to go. And on red days, you're fertile and need to use protection or hold out from sex. I actually use natural cycles myself to become more aware of my own cycles as someone who has polycystic ovarian syndrome because it can be very difficult to actually determine if you're ovulating when you don't get your period on a regular basis. But after using this app, it became very easy for me to know if I was actually fertile each month by helping me confirm that with my body temperature and other fertility indicators. I absolutely love natural cycles and it's why I want to share it with you. So if you're looking for a hormone-free way to use birth control or try and get pregnant, then Natural Cycles is for you. Use my code Dr. Janelle, that's capital D-R, then capital J-A-N-E-L-L-E at naturalcycles.com. Again, that's www.naturalcycles.com where you can get 20% off your annual subscription plus the free Bluetooth thermometer. Use my code Dr. Janelle for 20% off. I will attach the link in the show notes. So make sure you head to the show notes if you're interested in natural cycles. Please keep in mind that natural cycles is for those 18 plus years or older and does not protect against STIs. All right, y'all. So let's get into the episode today. Orgasms, your pelvic floor and sexual satisfaction part two. So if you listen to the last episode about orgasms, you know that our body needs several ingredients to help us create an orgasm. One of those things is your emotional health. So struggling with depression, feeling extremely stressed and underrested, and you are just agitated and irritated. If you try to have an orgasm that day, it may be more difficult to get there Or you may get the orgasm, but it's just not satisfying. It's not fulfilling. It's not, oh, yes. Oh, yes. (laughs) Okay, let me stop. Your body needs your emotional health to be there because when we are in certain moods, we are going to be exuding and having different 
neurohormone secreted through the body. So dopamine, this is a chemical that is needed to help us feel pleasure. Just to laugh, just to have a good day. When you're laughing, when you're enjoying yourself at the amusement park, right? Dopamine. When you're getting stimulated in a sexual way and it's feeling good, dopamine, right? Oxytocin. This is the love hormone that helps you feel bonded to your partner. This is the hormone that's released when you're breastfeeding that helps you feel bonded to your baby. This is the hormone that's released when you're having those contractions. Oxytocin. So these are going to be impacted by your mental health. And so it's not just the pelvic floor. It's not just whether you use a toy or whether you have someone who quote unquote knows what they're doing. It's also your mental health, okay? So I'm holding space for your mental health. The next thing though that your pelvic floor and your clitoris and your body needs is good contractions. Your pelvic floor is the mechanical contribution to your orgasms, meaning an orgasm is movement. There is shaking that may be happening. There are contractions that's taking place in your pelvis. Your vagina is contracting and it's relaxing. It's contracting and it's relaxing. That is your pelvic floor actually making that happen. So then pelvic floor dysfunction can be impacting our access to those orgasms. Interestingly enough, the weakness of pelvic floor muscles could contribute to the inability of someone to achieve an orgasm. There's one particular muscle called the pubococcygeus, which has been quoted via research to impact whether someone is having orgasms because of the lack of strength in that muscle. People who are not achieving orgasms have been shown to have a significantly lower amount of strength in their pelvic floor muscles. So sometimes it is just you don't know where your clitoris is or your partner is not giving you the type of stimulation that you're looking for. And so you're not reaching that orgasm. But then we have to hold space for the pelvic floor. Remember, it is the manufacturing department for the orgasm. It is the mechanical part of the orgasm. It's the movement that is happening in those muscles that's helping us to get there. Okay, but then we also talked about last time the blood because we need to be erect just like someone who has a penis needs to be erect. We have a clitoris and that is our erectile organ. That is why we have to start talking more about the vulva because the clitoris lives in the vulva. The clitoris is not inside of the vagina. And I want to thank God for not putting the clitoris in the vagina. I know many of us are like, oh, I just wish I could have an orgasm from penetration. I wish just sticking something in and out of my vagina got me there. And some people do get there. Okay, good for you, honey. Good for you, honey. But if the clitoris was inside of the vagina, the clitoris is extremely sensitive, very sensitive. Some people can't even take direct touch to their clitoris. It's so sensitive, right? And by the way, pain should never be normalized. Clitoral pain is not normal. So you want to tell your doctor about this. Consider seeing a pelvic floor physical therapist about this if you can access one. Try relaxing your pelvic floor. I talk about pelvic floor relaxation exercises all the time. That can help if you're having a lot of tightness in your pelvic floor. can contribute to clitoral pain. I'm going to drop the um, link in the show notes for my vagina CEO release e-guide. I teach you how to relax your pelvic floor through exercises. Okay, so listen. If the clitoris is not getting erect because... 
the pelvic floor is not contributing to pumping the blood to the clitoris or the clitoris has some level of dysfunction. Maybe that's clitorophimosis, which is when the hood of the clitoris can adhere to the top of the clitoris that may be impacting it or there's just pain happening with sex. And that's going to contribute, right? If you're in pain, then you're not going to be getting aroused as much. And I tell my one-on-one clients this all the time. If sex is hurting you, then no wonder you're not getting aroused. No wonder you're struggling with lubrication. No wonder you're not having an orgasm. You're in pain. Pain is the enemy to pleasure. So when we're experiencing more pain in our bodies, that is going to be creating a barrier for us to access the territory of pleasure. So that's something for us to consider. And even just having pelvic floor muscle dysfunction can contribute to a more difficult time experiencing sexual satisfaction and sexual pleasure. So if you have pelvic floor muscle dysfunction, what we found through research is is that sexual dysfunction is 53% higher in those who have pelvic floor muscle dysfunction. Okay, I know immediately we're like, oh, dang, one more bad thing. No, I need you to think about it this way. This means that if you work on your pelvic floor health, if you nurture that thing, start working on your breathing, start working on your posture, start working on trying not to sit for too long at once, get up after an hour or so and just stand up for a couple of minutes. Start working on your nutrition. Start working on your nutrition because your muscles need nutrients. Your vagina needs nutrients. Your clitoris needs nutrients. One day we're going to talk about vagina foods. Vagina foods, these are foods that are going to help you with lubrication, foods that are going to help you with your sex drive, foods that are going to help you with your pelvic floor muscle strength. Your muscles need protein. So, yeah, we're going to have to talk about that. I want to say this. Your blood pressure, your cholesterol levels, your insulin and blood sugar levels, that significantly impacts your ability to orgasm. So if you are pre-diabetic or if you have polycystic ovarian syndrome, PCOS stands for polycystic ovarian syndrome. It's the number one cause of infertility. The main contributing factor behind PCOS is insulin resistance. And you can have insulin resistance without having diabetes. I'm not going to get into it too much because I want to reserve a whole episode for that. But essentially, getting more protein in your meals, more fiber in your meals, not just eating carbs by itself. (laughs) Who am I talking to that only has a bagel or a donut for breakfast? Listen, you don't want to do that because that can be spiking your blood sugar levels. Try and combine it with eggs or combine it with Greek yogurt or combine it with some nuts. Have a balanced meal that has fiber. And those are going to be your fruits, vegetables, beans, and nuts. Those are going to be high in fiber, whole grains, all of that. So when we bring our blood sugar levels down, this improves our blood flow. Because when there's high levels of sugar in the blood, when our cholesterol is high, by the way, high blood sugar can lead to high cholesterol. And that can be impacting the amount of blood that can get to the clitoris. We want the blood to be rushing through to get to our clitoris and our vagina and our uterus if we still have it. So if there's traffic in those in the blood vessels because there's a buildup of plaque or there's high levels of blood sugar, that can be impacting how sensitive our clitoris is during intercourse. That could be impacting how much pleasure we feel when we're getting aroused. So yes, your diet and what you're eating can also be contributing to your pleasure. Recently, I went on a a 30 day no sugar challenge and I do believe that impacted my sex drive. I'm not going to tell you what happened to my sex drive, but just know what we're eating can be impacting it. So this is what I want you to know. 
In summary, your pelvic floor is your secret sauce to your pleasure. It's one of the things that's going to support your pleasure. So if you believe that your muscles are too tense, you're having the signs, the constipation, the pain with sex, the tailbone pain, the frequent urination, the vaginal fissures, the bleeding with with bowel movements, right? Those are the signs that you are too tight and that you need to release tension. So for you, you want to focus on breathing, relaxation exercises, maybe a little yoga, getting your rest during the day, your posture. If you are thinking that you are struggling with weakness, maybe you have prolapse and we'll talk more about what that is. Maybe you're struggling with Vaginal laxity, you feel loose inside of your vagina, maybe with sex or with a tampon or you just put your finger in there and it it may feel lax or empty inside. Then you might want to start thinking about strengthening exercises. There is hope. I just want to let you know that you can upgrade your pelvic floor, which can then support your sexual wellness. I want to let you know that your pleasure is just as important as the person that you may be sexually active with. We've been taught for a long time that it's our job to please the other person and that they have needs. Let me tell you that you have needs too. Yes, you do. You have needs too. And they're not just sexual, but I do want you to reserve space for your needs, emotional, physical, spiritual, and sexual. Pleasure matters. And there are so many things that you can do to start supporting your body and helping you to feel more satisfied with your sex life more enjoyment with your sex life, and more confidence. Yes, I want you to come confidently to your sex life. I want you to show up confident in your body. That's coming for you. That's coming for you. I'm going to claim it for you even if you don't believe it. So if you've enjoyed this episode, go ahead and write five stars and come back next week. I can't wait to talk to you guys one more time about sexual wellness, vaginal fitness, and pelvic floor health. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you again next Monday.